This Season of Good is sponsored by Musicbed. Musicbed represents over 700 indie artists and composers with record label quality music for you to license. Also, check out musicbed.com for more information on their subscription service, giving you unlimited access for all your projects. As a good listener, you can get one month free off any subscription type. Just head to musicbed.com good and use coupon code good at checkout. This season of Good is also sponsored by Film Supply. Licensed stock footage from world-class filmmakers. Plus, if you're short on time, they have free footage research available to help you find exactly what you need. Learn more at filmsupply.com. I'll start. Um, Jordan, what is one thing that you couldn't do your job without and why? And this can be anything. Except camera. You can't say camera. Except the camera, yeah. One thing I couldn't do my job without, a light meter. I need a light meter. I need to be sure of clarity. It's the most trusted tool I have. False color is not that good for me. I just love to be able to read what the light is actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's a must-have. I don't hear that very often, honestly. Yeah, I must-have. It's weird because I, I started my career off without knowing what a light meter was. Yeah. Right. I had no idea what it was. And Did then you I use got it for like, photography, oh like for film photography or something? No, no. I was just curious about – when I started getting into film, I was like, oh, this thing is great. But the light meter is on everything now. It's digital. Okay. And I started so seeing to, it. To people who don't use a light meter right now, maybe just starting out on cinematography, like – Explain to people why you love a light meter so much. Like, why is it important to, to have? Well, I think it's, it's like driving an automatic car or a manual car in a way. I don't want to just entrust the camera to do what I'm, suppo- what I'm hired to actually be able to know how to do. <laughs> and a, yeah. a light meter, treat, it teaches you how to read light. It's a language. So if you don't understand the language, how are you supposed to light the scene? I'm so curious being able to read- if, if it came, did you make a mistake? Did something happen? <laughs> Did I, oh, um, <laughs> I've had moments in my career where I was unsure, like the camera would read out at, some, at a level, but my camera wasn't. Just being able to understand it. I think a lot of the reason why I love a light meter is because the language of me not knowing how to use a light meter affected how I worked. Sure. Yeah. Not being able to communicate to my gaffer what I need totally. to expose that. It yeah. allowed me to make my work that much better, being able to understand how it works. Yeah. You know? Uh, what's one quality you look for in a collaborator and why? Transparency. Yeah. I need to know how, what they feel, what they think, both on both levels, the good and the bad Yeah. Um, in terms of the project. Yeah, transparency, number one. All right. This could be from recently on Spiral or from any set experience, but what was your biggest nightmare on set and what did you learn from it? Oh man. <laughs> Biggest nightmare on set was having no power. <laughs> was this what rec- I learned recently? <laughs> recently? I'm not going to get into it. No power. Our Jenny, our Jenny broke down. We couldn't get a backup. We're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no. And it was a nighttime exterior and we had to adapt. <laughs> and so, Did you use not car lights or something? Yeah. Use car lights, use mirrors, wow. use. We re- reconfigured how we shot the scene. It ended up turning out better than it was supposed to because it was more organic. Yeah, it, wow. it made us. It forced us to let the scene do the talking and not the set. 
and the lighting right. and the, right. all the technical things that allowed us to go back to what the script was, consolidate all the, the ideas that we had and shoot what was real. Yeah. Um, while, while considering some of it might be underexposed in areas that actually felt right. better to the story instead of a light rimming that tree, just let it fall off because there was no light there to begin with. That was right. what it looked like without the light being there. Um, so I'd say, yeah, no power, big, big, big scare. Yeah. Um, what is the hardest you left on set? And this better be a Chris Rock story. Good. What is the hardest <laughs> I've laughed on set? Oh yeah. man. I'm always, I'm always laughing on set. Yeah. I think the, the hardest I've ever laughed on set. Oh man, this is a really bad, embarrassing story. Oh, perfect. Um, it's real bad, real embarrassing, but it's real. I was before I was a cinematographer. I had worked with a good friend of mine, Dimitri, and we. Uh, it was working on a TV show for him, and I was gaffing for him at the time, gaffing and acing different days. And I remember he <laughs> he was doing a dialogue scene, and I was pulling focus. And I remember just like, I'm pulling. Fo- I just all I remember is I'm pulling focus, and then I just hear that's a wrap. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, my God. And before they cut, everyone, the whole set was just watching me sleep. <laughs> my hand Dude. was on the focus wheel. And till this day, we, I, my whole friend group, we all just made funny. Like, oh, we all God. laughed at the idea of it because we were working so hard before the realities of our career took off. Yeah. And, you know, I was, yeah, I fell asleep, pulling focus. <laughs> that's amazing that is fantastic that's really one of the funniest that, moments that's an old time that's, that's pretty good yeah man it was it was bad but it was funny <laughs> the scene was there was no there was no pulling needed it was it was really a lock-off shot yeah but it was just at the fact that i fell asleep and everyone recorded it, it was it was funny <laughs> <laughs> all right uh last one uh is there someone that um is there someone that gave you a chance or a break that you would like to thank Oh, there's so many. Um, but the one person who gave me a real... Oof, I would have to say Guy Godfrey, the cinematographer who I learned what it was like to be a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I came back after shooting a couple Drake music videos and I, I asked him to do dinner and I just, I confess my admiration for him. I was like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. Honestly, because yeah. he was the first DP that I, he asked me the question of like, he turned me into a grip from a PA and showed me what a DP did. Yeah. And we talked about having agents and we talked about getting signed and he put me in touch with his agent, who's now my agent. And yeah, that sheer confidence that he had and just the conversations that he entrusted me with. Yeah. And just giving me a chance, you know, really, really seeing that I was really cut out for this industry and really hungry to learn. Um, that's the reason why I'm a cinematographer because without him, it would have been a lot harder to get an opportunity where someone just said, Hey, we're down to grip. You want to be a grip? <laughs> it was a small gesture, but it was life changing. Yeah. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, Jordan, dude, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. Uh, Likewise. No, man. Thank you guys. Again. Yeah. Jordan, great thank to meet you guys. You. And congrats. Uh, Jared, Thank you, sir. I love your work, Christian. Love your work. Love you guys. You guys are like uh, such a good support for our community. Oh, I love and, it. Uh, Thanks, man. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to much more episodes of the Good Podcast.